0: Jeez, All right brother <laughs> So uncomplication podcast number one purely experimental um, I'm excited for this though because we've been talking about it for a long time and now here we are.
1: Amen no been a long time coming. yeah, that is for sure.
0: So like we sort of discussed, I think a great way to start would be to almost blob uh, some slow pitch questions at each other to kind of establish you know who we are, why we're here, and you know why we're so excited about what we're doing. So I love them. Um, I don't have anything really planned, so I guess I'll just kind of reach from the top of my head. Um, you are registered this uh, uncomplication name a couple years ago, I think if that's right.
1: I can touch on the story. I think that is a good place to start so. I was looking for domains, searching high and low, and you've seen a lot of domains that I have registered, and they 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 follow a similar theme, with um, uncomplication. Uh, as you and I have discussed before, nothing really can take that, you know, take the place of that word. There's so many things that can be applied to it, and the reason I was drawn to it was uh, because I I feel like we all, just as a people, overcomplicate every aspect of our lives. And, uh, I, and I think about it makes me smile and not in a way that, you know, we're trying to preach anything, but, uh, you know, we overcomplicate happiness, relationships, our careers and everything else. And I just wanted a platform, uh, you know, that could be a creative canvas where I could dig into topics of all types and stripes and um, uh, that are of interest to me. And uh, dig into them, learn about them, and and write about them. There's also a lot of things that I'm passionate about. So my original vision for something like Uncomplication was to touch on happiness and nutrition and relationships and just, you know, meditation, mindfulness, et cetera, et cetera. I thought it could be a pretty neat vehicle uh, with endless, uh, you know, uh, I guess, endless horizons. But the reason I really wanted to share it with you... and because you're just a creative genius and i i think there's a wonderful opportunity to tie in art and uh, other creative efforts and, and lord knows where we're going to take this but if, 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 if it's nothing more than a, a creative canvas and an excuse to hang out more and break bread then by all means i, I think that's what gets me so excited but i i haven't really had an intentional sort of creative outlet in my life, and I think Uncomplication is a wonderful place for that.
0: Well said. Yeah. So, I mean, just the name itself is really fun. I think that's why we both like it. It's not really a word, but it sure sounds like it should be. Exactly. And it, it almost plays a little trick on you when you hear it, because it's it is itself kind of complicated, you know, <laughs> uncomplication. And the just kind of simple joy and even thinking that it's possible to uncomplicate things, I think makes it, um, a good, a good name for whatever it is we're setting out to do. Because, uh, again, you know, I talk about that sort of jokiness of it and I feel like my life, as far as I know it, maybe other people perceive it differently, but it's full of complication. Like everything is complicated True. and the things I do are complicated and I enjoy that. <laughs> But the, the beauty is kind of knowing that that complication isn't as complicated as we think it might be. So I guess that's where I'm very uh, drawn to the idea of uncomplication and being able to talk in and around these ideas. Because I think that people, by and large, find themselves searching all the time for something, whether it's even know a good feeling in a day or whether Mm. it's a a way to see the world that makes them happier more healthier uh, those types of things and there's a whole world of people out there who are providing solutions or ideas or different things to try and so I I almost see the whole world of people trying to improve themselves as this uh, you know perpetually circling Mm. uh, you know exercise that that always ends you back where you began Sure. And so what I'm kind of excited about is to, almost as a Trojan horse, uh, maybe resonate with some people who have been searching, but then really with this message that what you've been searching for has been here all along. Yeah. And to me, that's very complicated, but it also cuts out a lot of complication. <laughs>
1: well, the, the beauty of it as well is just getting to the root of, um, you know, nothing needs to change. You know, everyone's just... Being and doing, and, and that's a wonderful thing, um, but just in talking to friends and colleagues and everything else, it, it seems like everyone is really caught up in their thoughts, um, and they tend to overcomplicate the hell out of their <laughs> lives. And you know, in this place where I'll give my per- myself permission to be happy when I've done this or I've achieved this or you know, married said individual etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's uh it's it's just getting right back to the core of, you know being present and um I, there's there's a million different things we can touch on with this which is so powerful but i wanted you to tell me more about um you know when i first shared on complication with you what would what, what really drew you to it and initial inspirations thoughts you had with regard to the word because i think the neat thing about this is there's uh there's no there's no limits to where we can take it, and um, we're not going to try to fit it into a box. And mm-hmm. just like anything else we've worked on over the years, it, it's going to constantly pivot and evolve with time, which is a wonderful thing and take on a life of its own. But uh, I'd love to hear your initial thoughts when you first heard the word and, yeah. and the marinating on it uh, from from the early.
0: Yeah, because I mean we've been talking about doing this for definitely two years or more. Mm. And I think when we first started talking about this, you know, you and I were kind of used to uh, being in our own worlds, but then they'd always kind of cross paths again and again. Um, We'd have sort of periods of not really being in contact, and then we'd be in contact more. And, you know, the late night phone calls that you and I would have of just, you know, talking about life and talking about experience and the things that we're passionate about. And so I see this seed of uncomplication kind of being... um, something that we were doing then, kind of taking root and blossoming into something that's just a little bit more um, open and something that we can really be excited about together and continue those deep conversations that, uh, you know, it's a certain type of person who likes going that far down the rabbit hole, but obviously you and I are those types of people and I certainly know others like that and the ability to take the knowledge and experience that we have had from our own personal explorations into life and what that is and what it means and who we are and what we're doing and the whole big thing happening mm-hmm. and, uh, just kind of being able to a do that more. I mean, really just being able to sit here and talk to you right now is the fulfillment of everything I could hope for. And then on top of that, the opportunity to share that with more people and to have that kind of fuel our fire to want to do this more and more. Um, you know, I don't know if that directly a- answers your question of just at the word um, and the initial feeling of, you know, uncomplication. I just, as soon as we had this idea to do a project together, like that felt right.
1: And I think the neat thing about the word is it could take on and it does take on a life of its own. So what is your uncomplication? I love that and I love the fact that I want uncomplication to just be a reminder uh, you know, to everyone, to do the things that they love. You know, no day is promised, no moment is promised. And Ryan and I have both lost close friends over the years to a variety of circumstances, um, and tragically, and uh, just to, you know, remember life's urgency and to, really enjoy and appreciate each and every moment, whether it's playing with your puppy, or your little one. We both have uh, kiddos and. Um, Ryan's got another one on the way, and there's no greater joy. But I want on complication to just be a wonderful reminder of, um, you know, what's important, what brings you joy, and uh, just a, a subtle reminder that we shouldn't go out of our way to overcomplicate, you know, every single aspect of our life. And we're all very good at it. And I think, you know, the funny thing is that we enjoy being busy, we enjoy being creative, and, um, we also enjoy slowing down, and uh, you know, really living the defined version of the word on complication. But um, you know, embarking on this trail isn't isn't necessarily uh, you know making our lives less complicated. This this is uh, this project's gonna complicate our lives in some way, shape, or form. But it's gonna be something we really enjoy. And I think we can we can really focus on topics and, uh, you know, art uh, and individuals that exemplify the word. So maybe it's an individual that loves to rock climb or a veterinarian that just loves taking care of animals and just just hearing people's stories and being reminded of, um, you know, the simple joys and the fact that uh, you get get back to basics and, uh, you know, uh, live life to the fullest. But if you've got anything to elaborate on there, I think it's a neat word. And uh, again, we're not going to put it into a box and put limitations on where this brings up. If nothing more, if we get to share creative uh, thoughts and energy and art together, whether it's written word or whether we're being, uh, you know, your your incredible, uh, you know, uh, art and sharing that, um, you know, not just with each other, but if we reach one other person with this, then what? What could be better than that? And that's the cool thing about this. There's no object, objective or agenda. We're going to have fun. We'd be doing this stuff anyway. So,
0: Yeah, well said. Um, I guess what I would want to add to that is also uh, in the idea of encouraging ourselves, first of all, and then anyone who might be listening, which is kind of the crazy thing when you start podcasting and realizing like you and I are sharing this moment here in this room but before long, if you know, things unfold as they might, yeah. you know, we're going to have friends and family and then maybe people we don't even know hearing these words. And it, there's, there's a sort of strange community that exists in this room, as empty as it feels, sure. where all of a sudden we're in this present moment together. And you know I get to see one of my best friends and I get to have you in my house and I get to share this day with you. And now that is being shared with someone who might be driving across town on their way to work or you know, a friend mm. who might be having a hard time at their job or yep. whatever that might be. And one of the things that I think is so amazing and so easy to do when you know how is almost to trick yourself into feeling that presence and feeling that as being so unique and special but ever-present. At this moment that we're sharing now, whether you're listening or whether, you know, Kyle, who's sitting here with me now, who by the time you listen to this won't be, you know, here in this moment, we're all together and we're all doing this thing. And none of us know what that is any more than another person. uh, That this really is our moment to create the world and what we think it is and what we want it to be and to live it uh, here and now. And personally, kind of growing up, and finding at certain points in time this desperate striving to find answers to know you know what is at the bottom of this what is at the root of this and going down many different paths and exploring uh you know really the the human uh the whole human history of of exploring these kind of ideas and pursuing that so urgently at a certain time and every time i got down the rabbit hole i found that it popped up at a different place I found that when you chase something that you really thought was it, there was something that you hadn't even considered. And anytime you have this sort of structure of the world built in your head based on logic, because of that, there's a million ways to pick it apart. Yeah. And so I found myself at a certain point, you know, having pursued these ideas of what's it all about so far and so hard and um, really through these experiences that I put myself through, I found that what most people who did the same were seemed to be saying was that you can do that as much as you want. You're always going to be in the same place. You're always going to feel the way that you feel. That's what humans are. That's how humans, you know, (laughs) respond to life. And for me, I found this immense liberation in the knowledge that all of the great people who had gone before me, who were on the same quest, they all got to the end of it. And they realized that there was no end. There was no beginning. There was no answer. There was no teacher who had all the right answers. There was no... You know one thing to do to make your life better, and that has certainly liberated me. And I, and it's my hope that in these kind of intimate conversations that we're going to share with each other and with interesting people that we, you know, think are great uh, movers and shakers in the world, um, just sharing that, that honesty and that human experience and cutting through that complication of thinking that anyone on this planet has something that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is, won't be the first time. I'm sorry. This won't be the last time that I quote Alan Watts. I mean, he's a you know sort of a a real hero figure that I've I found. But he has a saying that anyone who tries to tell you that they have something that you need is like someone who picks your pocket and tries to sell you your own watch. <laughs> and so when I look at the world of all of these people with their books and their systems, and hey, be a minimalist. No, be a this or that. Hey, you know, do this. Hey, eat that. You know, take this pill, sleep on your right side and not your left (laughs) side, whatever that is, is all the same kind of background noise around this experience of you and I sitting here now in this room as we are.
1: I love it. Human doings are human beings, right? So it's, (laughs) and um, one of the most powerful things for me lately is just really, um, you know, for me, there are three simple words that come to mind and they all start with the letter P. So it's presence patience and passion and, um, you know, just being present and uh, just coming back this, this moment and mindfulness and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's not the solution for everything at the end of the day, but it certainly has uh, transformed the way that I um, look at the world and, um, and also just uh, draw joy from everything uh, you can imagine, whether it's doing dishes, taking care of my taxes or, or playing with my uh, beautiful daughter um, and everything in between. And I feel like so often we are just caught up in our thoughts and we're worrying about the past or anxious about the future and uh, we're missing the magic of the only thing we'll ever have which is this moment and um, I you know I had a rough day and I think this is neat podcast just to be vulnerable and talk about everything I had a rough day last week where woke up and found that my uh, identity had been stolen And that I owed a bunch of money to Comcast uh, for accounts opened up in Louisiana and I mean what a wonderful way to start my day I'm driving to work I get a speeding ticket and uh, going through my uh, going through my day I get home trying to do some laundry find out the uh, uh, dryer doesn't work it's making all the right noises but nothing's happening I go online to order a new washer and dryer the website uh, Best Buy is crashing I'm on phone with them. I've never seen anything like it before. I was just like lying down, you know, just taking a seat, sort of feeling bad for myself. And I'm a pretty positive guy. But I remember just to come back to the beauty of this moment. And there was my beautiful daughter downstairs and wife, um, you know, putting together a puzzle. And I had the best night ever. And I, you know, got out of bed and just snapped right out of the thoughts. And everything else is... Uh, either been taken care of or taken care of itself um, but to be present even in those moments but I I almost missed a magic night with my family um, sitting there lost in thoughts and all this other good stuff but it's a it's a it's a wonderful reminder and I think the other neat thing about this is um, you know who knows where each and every episode is going to take us and you know where this journey is going to bring us but you know to touch on all sorts of topics and maybe also share some of our own experiences and and, uh, bring in the odd experts on different topics and you know maybe we touch on uh, you know relationships depression or a number of other different things that are just you know part of the human experience Um, but what what's interesting is you know i talk to a lot of people about what, what do they want out of life or what are they looking for? What are they seeking? It seems like everyone's really seeking. I love what Stover touched on about the fact that, you know, you already have everything you need and, you know, what you're waiting for a few extra dollars in your bank account or to get married to your soulmate someday or to have a child and then you'll be fulfilled and then you'll be able to, gosh, then I'll give myself permission to be happy. If you're not happy in these moments, you're never going to be happy. Even, you know, you could win the lottery or you could get in an accident, and become a paraplegic. They all say that you're going to revert back to sort of your neutral sort of zone about a year later. Um, but you know, it's, it's important to just treasure the journey. And I, I love that Stover touched on the seeking. And the, the big thing that I hear from all people, they're seeking something. When you get to the, the root of it is happiness. They want to be happier. And I think that learning a little bit more, studying this or filling some sort of void with information or your soulmate or some amount in your bank account is going to make it all better. And then you can finally sit down and breathe. And this is life. This is what it's all about. Gosh, you're missing it. You're Mm -hmm. missing it. And, um, you know, I think this is going to get to the root of, you know, we, we touch on everything from minimalism on through and not as a Gosh, you've got to do this stuff or else you're not going to be happy. But I think there are certain ways that we can, you know, uncomplicate our lives and our relationships and get back to the simple things. Because I think we're bombarded in this Kardashian culture where it's all about, you know, all these products and services. And we're getting programmed on a daily basis with thousands of advertisements. And you're not going to be happy unless you own this or you buy this. And, uh, you know, getting back to the roots, man, we're already living better than the kings and queens of antiquity, (laughs) Um, you know, even from a dental and a health standpoint. And we go on uh, and on 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 that subject. But uh, I'd love to hear more of your thoughts, too, on just the topic of, uh, you know, um, happiness or or rather maybe it's maybe it's happiness, maybe it's contentment. Maybe mindfulness in general, but things that you've sort of uh, learned in your seeking over the years.
0: (laughs) Well, I think you touched on some really powerful things that I'm sure we'll explore more as this goes on. Uh, One of the big ones that for me has been, you know, I'm I'm probably going to use this word liberation quite a bit because there's a certain uh, change of your mindset that happens when you are able to shed certain things that have been affecting you in in a negative way. I don't like to necessarily say negative or positive too much, but just affect you in a way that is making you less happy. Um, And I think one of the biggest ones in that whole mixture is this idea of self-forgiveness. And I find a lot of people that I talk to who are upset about this or that, that almost the most tragic part of all of it that makes them feel the worst is the feeling that they should feel better, is the feeling that... You know, we, we're sitting here, we're talking mm. about our families and our kids, and that's great, and there's many people out there who don't have families and kids, and whatever your situation mm. is, you can find yourself at this point, it's like, you know, I've got a good job, I've got good friends, like, I should be happy, but I'm not, and so mm. there's something wrong with me. Mm. Uh, you know, look at all this great stuff I have, why can't I enjoy it? Why can't I just find that time to enjoy my dinner more, or exercise more, mm. and it... The, the happiness that is being sought for isn't even as bad as that feeling of personal responsibility for having not arrived at a place of happiness. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the first uh, big uh, mind shifts that can happen is when a person says okay to not feeling okay. Uh, you know, I talk about this with my wife all the time, and it's really funny that it's always easier to... Think about and help solve other people's problems sure when it's your problem it seems like it's the end of the world and this whole thing and uh, when you talk to someone else about theirs you can get this kind of clear sober perspective and well you know this too shall pass and you know calm down it'll be alright so true and so you know my wife and I would kind of take turns playing therapist for each other and in both cases we find each other reminding ourselves like yeah all of these things you're talking about they're true you're working too much you're tired You're missing out on the things that you're really passionate about. But the thing that's really killing you right now that I can see is that you're feeling like there's something different that you can do. That it's a personal failure. That you're not working a better job or spending more time with your kids or whatever that might be. And so that liberation that comes from really realizing that uh, it's okay to not be happy. And that it's okay to... be exactly how you are right now in this moment because that's all there is and that's all you know you're really going to end up being Uh, you touched on this really well just a moment ago when you were talking about uh, if I just had a couple more dollars in the bank I'd be happy or if I just you know bought this house or this car or this thing I saw on TV like that's what I need and um, in those you know binding yourself to a a future you that doesn't actually exist um, that always happens no matter how much you have in the bank no matter what car you drive there's always that other thing because I guarantee you with that money in the bank or that new car you're gonna still feel the same I mean humans feel the way we feel right now and we have moments of great joy where we're you know whether you're toasting with friends and out you know living it up or you're in a very deep intimate moment with someone or just you know stopping to smell the roses uh, that's balanced against this, you know, feeling scared and alone and depressed, and uh, you know the desire for different things that you don't have, and the fear of losing the things you do have. Uh, that's that's all part of what it takes to make uh, the human stew. You know, you need the salt, you need the seasoning, and uh, <laughs> it's never really going to be different. So, uh, you know, just kind of condensing that whole thing. Uh, really, one of the biggest things that anyone can do is to just forgive themselves for feeling the way they feel and to not beat them up beat themselves up or feel like they're deficient because they don't live up to a standard or an image of themselves that they themselves have created
1: i I love it 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 comes back to um you know liberation what a wonderful word that letting go and i feel like the word for me lately has been you know letting go of resistance so whenever i feel there's resistance like uh, it's where you're, for me anyway, it's it's like you're thinking too much about things. And, you know, I was just talking to a close friend who went through a bad breakup and he's imagining all these bad scenarios of his uh, girlfriend, you know, potentially cheating on him and all this other fun stuff. He has zero proof. So there's, a, you know, invented, you know, thoughts and realities that have just created an utter uh, just train wreck within his mind. And what's interesting is, you know, resistance to what is. And I think it comes back for me anyway. Um, I found that um, just coming back to the moment, right? if I'm vacuuming, etc., cetera, et cetera, I'm, I'm just enjoying that. I'm not comparing myself to anyone else and really just being thankful for the fact that I exist, which blows my mind, <laughs> right? And we all live so well. So, you know, even if you're Bill Gates, you can't buy anything you want. You can't just stroke a check for Apple, you know, or Google. There's things that are outside his scope even. And um, whether you're, uh, you know, I've I've got a few friends that will make 20, 30 million dollars this year and, um, you know, they'd ideally like there to be an extra zero after that number and it's always going to be that way. And there's always gonna be someone with a little more or a little less, but it's, it's really loving this journey, coming back to this moment, because when we get lost in thoughts, we're, we're constantly resisting what is. And I think the universe is agnostic to what's good and bad. So something I consider work could be pure joy for you and vice versa. And uh, it, when you're truly present in it, you can enjoy even the most mundane tasks Um, but I still think that what you touched on as well, which is, you know, um, the mission isn't always to be happy. It's, it's not only is it unrealistic, it's not something I would enjoy at the end of the day, because some of the most profound moments in my life were the most painful, most heart wrenching, where I learned so much about myself and what I can overcome and handle. And I think there's a wonderful way to, um, you know, create triumph from tragedy and um and to really just change perspective and it's a it's a cheesy thing but um grandparents used to tell me to count count my blessings every day and just have that attitude of gratitude and it helps you come uh, as new agey as this sounds to come from a a place of plenty as opposed to a place of scarcity just say man wow i'm uh, i'm breathing you know i've got clean tap water worst case scenario you know, if, uh, everything implodes, I'm going to go live on my folks' couch and eat some Fruit Loops, you know, like, and, but everyone at the end of the day has got something to be thankful for, um, and we've got, um, you know, stories of uh, my friend is um, one of the lead singers of the group Dispatch, and um, he went down to be a rock star and to save kids in Nicaragua from the trash dumps, and uh, to give them toys and gifts, and he realized he was the one that was... Poverty stricken, they had all the wealth in the world, and not from a worldly standpoint, but they were so happy. Their relationships were so pure, and they had less than what we consider as nothing here in America. Here, it's never enough. And uh, he started the Love Light and Melody Foundation, and these are people that literally live in trash dumps, and yet they're so full of joy. And so it's it's incredible how we can overcomplicate simple things like appreciation and contentment, and. Uh, um, you know the, the simple joy of walk, You know walking your puppy or playing with your kid are are not to be missed, and I think they're just as profound and important as uh, you know anything else at the end of the day. But um, these are these are such cool conversations to have to dig into these, and that's that's exactly why we're doing this podcast.
0: Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the challenge for us is going to be to uh, take all of these ideas that we're so fascinated in yeah. and find a way to dig into them satisfactorily in terms of depth and all these different subjects and ideas. Cause as I hear you talk, I mean, I, I can see whole podcasts on each subject. each subject that, uh, I mean, that's kind of the fun thing about life in general is that you can shine your spotlight of focus on anything and you're never going to hit bottom in that, uh, exploration. Um,
1: but I think the neat thing about this podcast, um, and just uncomplication in general, is it's it's limitless in its scope, and we just want to jump in the river and go with the flow. So we never know what you know what each week or month is going to bring, and that's one of the exciting things about this. So we're not gonna be stuck in one theme or you know, one sort of channel. Uh, we want to constantly be mixing it up and 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 we'd love to hear what topics that everyone wants us to touch on and look into research, share our thoughts on. Uh, I think it's uh, it, it's it's really fun to dig into certain subjects, and this would be a wonderful place to, to share our findings, to share our thoughts, and a lot of these subjects we've been studying uh, you know, very thoroughly over the years for, for, for over a decade, decades plus, so we'd love to share a lot of our thoughts on those topics and um, you know, we'll, we'll see where it takes us. I mean, one of the big ones for me lately, anyway, that might be a good conversation piece for today, um, would just be, you know, mindfulness meditation in general, and your thoughts on being present. Um, it's a big topic, um, and it's, it's getting a lot of, you know, attention lately with, uh, authors like Eckhart Tolle and, um, you know, the power of now and, uh, you know, yoga has become such a huge movement here with, you know, and and how we westernize so many things, um, but you know, if you talk to uh, professional athletes, rock climbers, base jumpers, etc., you know, they're 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 very present, right, when they're falling or when they're climbing a rock, and maybe is is that a different form of meditation in your mind? And what have you found to be successful for you, or what have you struggled with, or what have you learned over the years?
0: Yeah, well, the first thing I would say to that is it's it's just funny how Words can sometimes hide the simplicity of what they stand for. So when you when you start talking about a topic like meditation, like that's a big word. There's lots of syllables in that. It, it conjures up images of, you know, Eastern mystics or, you know, kind of the New Agey this or that. Uh, I remember the first time I, actually tried to meditate when I was you know probably a teenager, and I found myself just sort of seated in this uh, almost. Uh, mimicking farce of all of these, you know, mystic yogis or something that you would kind of imagine as these great meditators. And uh, when you approach something making it such a a big topic or a mysterious thing or Mm. a mystical thing even, um, it can be really hard to strip away sort of your impressions of something and actually get into what the whole whatever system it might be whether it's you know td transcendental meditation or whether it's doing yoga or any other form of seated zazen or even you know when you're in church singing along with your you know whole community around you i mean all of these things are sort of architected in a way that just sort of forces you into an experience of the moment
1: well i will say um at least in my experience so when i focus on um, you know, taking anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes a day, and I try to do it twice a day, um, just to just be present. And you can call it mindfulness or meditation or whatever word we want to wrap around it. But I I have found when I take the time to do that, that I'm I'm more able to um, you know just through that discipline, like uh, better focus on other activities. So maybe it's uh, you know writing something for work, or you know. Doing accounting or whatever else it might be um, but I'm able to just the more just like with anything I find that the more often I practice it that it helps uh, with discipline and focus in other areas so mm-hmm. and it's just for everyone it's different maybe there's a mantra maybe you're focusing on your breathing maybe you're focusing on your steps maybe you're focusing on not dying <laughs> you know yeah. as you're rock climbing you know free solo like uh, Alex Honnell or something um, but it, it, For me, I have um, noticed benefits and I also find that most of our thoughts are not very They're not very beneficial, right? So they're if anything some of them can be Destructive some of them, you know, most of our thoughts are not only unnecessary um, But they're filled with anxiety or worry um, and uh, it's incredible, and you know, we've all done this before. We'll be driving, we we'll, uh, won't even realize, you know, how, how do we arrive at the location? You know, because the whole drive was such a blur. We were so lost in our thoughts. And it's interesting to really feel the steering wheel and get lost in certain things, even just as simple as a drive or a walk, um, and, and to be fully present in those moments. So I'm just constantly, it's something mm-hmm. I, I practice. And then when I, I need to be intentional about hey, this is something that needs to get done. I'm going to set aside time to be, in, to be present while I'm working on that. But apart from that, I find that for me anyway, um, uh, I seem to enjoy, and that's an arbitrary thing. We all have different definitions for you know, things like mm-hmm. the word happiness, success, et cetera. But uh, for me anyway, I find it beneficial um, to just, just be aware of my thoughts and t- to constantly try to come back to the present. And everything from, you know, as I touched on before, doing the dishes to brushing my teeth to taking a shower and, um, you know, just, just trying to be fully there, fully alive. Um, so it's interesting.
0: Yeah. The, one of the things that is very interesting to me about the subject of mindfulness or meditation or contemplation Mm. is that, uh, when you find yourself in those states and it's very much, in your power to put yourself in an environment that evokes that yeah. from you and if you're doing that on a day-to-day basis driving your car where you really just start to notice you know the smell of the seats the feel of the steering wheel what you're hearing what you're you know sensing and kind of going into that moment a little deeper or whether you're actually seated somewhere meditating that's part of your practice um, in those moments you certainly get to experience a uncluttered existence. Uh, you, you get to be, uh, present in the moment. And, um, I think it's almost a surprise when that happens because, uh, again, when, when you approach something like meditation and it has a big word attached to it like that, there's, I think a natural feeling that this is something I have to learn. This is something that I can do right or wrong. This Mm. is something that's going to make me better. Mm. And there's a reason for my doing that and I just find that when there's a reason attached to anything you've already missed some of the real beauty of what it can provide Sure. so less than um, you know I'm not saying that to meditate and to do these things isn't wonderful because they're, they're extremely wonderful especially if you can make time for them uh, they, they will uh, make your life just you know include this extra thing that is really enjoyable but I, I think I guess my point is is that the enjoyment of that feeling and of that state of mind really comes first and then any kind of benefits are really secondary. I mean if you yes. pursue these things for the benefits you're going to be very critical of what you're getting out of it or what you're not getting out of it or if you're doing it right or if you're not doing it right sure. and um, at the end of the day <laughs> or I guess right now um, you know you, you're only ever going to feel how you're feeling and I, and I know from experience that you can have those moments of absolute deep connected fulfillment and then another day happens and you might be off the horse that next day sure so uh, I don't think that there's any way to win at the game by practicing meditation or by doing lots of yoga I mean I I do lots of yoga because I, I enjoy it and I love it yeah. but I mean it's it's a very common experience that I'll go and just have an amazing yoga class and I'm just so present and you know sweating everything out of my body that's bad and just feeling so great and then I leave the class and I get a phone call and oh, I'm back in the regular world and I have to deal with this or that. And I'm, you know, so I guess that's my only caution to people who, who see these types of things as a way to fix a problem that it's more like eating a piece of delicious fruit. You know, it's just something that you can hold in your hand and savor uh, your life in those moments. And by all means, uh, you know, uh, enjoy that. But, um, you know, if if all you eat is apples all the time, they're not going to taste as good, and you can't really do that anyway. So uh, that's that's my only uh, you know asterisks <laughs> you know caveat to the to the idea of meditation as being a uh, a problem solver. Sure, it's it's more like a great hobby.
1: Yeah, well, and man, you know, for me, and that that, that word meditation, you're right, it carries some baggage. It it, it, it tends to overcomplicate even. Um, some aspects of um, you know, what I've been just just toying with. and um, you know, for for me, it's just trying to be present, you know, so when I'm hanging out with you, just being here fully, right? So I'm not worried about anything else that's going on in my life, and I love that. so it's and it's just something I practice just um just because it helps me to. Um, you know, just, I think just experience each and every moment to the fullest. And I think everyone's different, but I can tell you like in the past, my mind would never stop. In fact, I'd feel bad when I gave it time to rest. I'd be in the shower everywhere I'd go. I would try to be as effective and efficient as possible. And I'd always be thinking of ideas creatively. I I'd never let my mind rest. And, and now I find that I'm, you know, more effective, more efficient and I'm, and I go with, I roll with the punches, you know, so, um, whether I don't naively think that everything's always going to be wonderful. There's always going to be storms and we're going to all experience, you know, heartbreaking, uh, events in our lives. Um, and, uh, every day brings anxiety and uncertainty. That's also a wonderful Thing, right? Because it's, it's that, that ebb and flow of life. And um, like you said, you could eat your favorite food until you're busting at the gut. And <laughs> it's not going to be your favorite food very long. And um, uh, there's certain things uh, that bring joy at different times, like your, you know, cake after a great dinner is an awesome thing. But first thing for breakfast every morning would probably, you know, be- become <laughs> quite this. Recipe for indigestion. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's just a you know, for me anyway, I tended to overcomplicate my life with my thoughts and, um, and not in the most productive manner. And I, I find that a lot of people do the same thing and we're creating stress and anxiety for ourselves that, you know, is more or less invented. Um, so it's interesting. It's an interesting subject. And, uh, you know, regardless of how you practice it, it's an interesting, uh, area to, at least, you know, ponder. Absolutely. And, and some people are more natural at it and do it all the time anyway. <laughs>
0: well, you've seen my little Be Here Now sticker, the little, you know, flower shape thing, and I hope that's one of the items that quickly finds it into the little, you know, store that we have attached to this. Um, but that's one of those things that, for me, again, if you if you think of these ideas in terms of, well, I have to go to a center to meditate or I have to learn a bunch of things. Right. Um, you know, what I found is... Not at all. You know, the... Even just the phrase, be here now, when I kind of stumbled across that, I think it was uh, Baba Ram Dass, yeah. who who created a really cool little book, probably in the 60s is my guess. Um, when I first came across that phrase, I was amazed at how many problems... I thought I had that I could make just completely disappear with that phrase. Yeah. That I, to your point, you know, carrying these things around in your head, the what you're worrying about for tomorrow and the, you know, the email you have to respond to and all of the stress of the daily world, uh, be here now. Mm. If, if you can just pause and really just, you know, feel yourself presently, uh, there's that reality that those, those ideas that you have that are weighing on you so heavily only exist in the same way that, you know, clouds in the ether exist. I mean, they're not, they're not real beyond the thoughts that you have of them. And so I created that little Be Here Now sticker. And, you know, I've, I've kind of strategically placed them in a lot of places in my life where I just need, you know, kind of, or not even need, I just enjoy, mm. you know, kind of being shocked back into the moment. Yeah. You know, I have one on the tank of my motorcycle. I, you know, I have one just, you know, kind of at the top of my uh, chin up bar for what I'm doing, like rock climbing things. And, I just like getting kind of caught by that reminder yeah. that uh, as complicated and, and stressed as I might feel, that if I'm, if I'm really here now, there's no problem. And, uh, you know, one of the things I was just thinking about while you were talking, one of the most amazing uh, facts, you know, I, I don't typically use that word, but uh, just this thing that I've noticed in myself and in other people is the amazing power that we each have to completely create and define the universe moment by moment. insofar as, you know, I guarantee you I could sit here right now and I could start telling you about really uncomfortable topics, about, you know, disease and the state of the world and war and the economics and just this whole thing. And I can make you feel a certain way and put you in a mindset that all of a sudden this room is wrapped in those thoughts and those feelings and it's cast in a certain light. Or we can sit here and we can just talk about, you know, the beautiful, you know, texture of this ceramic mug and this wood grain and how this wood used to be a tree growing in the sun on some hillside somewhere and how amazing it is that, you know, this life is just a confluence of all these living, growing, changing things all, you know, becoming new moment after moment. And all of a sudden this room takes on that light and you're present in that kind of experience. And uh, what, I, what I really think is amazing about that is that, uh, you know, the, the world that we live in uh, is what it is, and some mm. days are stressful and some days are great, and sometimes you're playing with uh, you know your friends or your kids, and other days you're dealing with some really heavy stuff. Um, but the fact that you, through your own thoughts and attentions, can turn this, this room, this space, this life of yours into anything that you want it to be, uh, to me is just... Uh, Astounding. Like I really don't have any way mm. to describe the way that that makes me feel. It wow. really makes me feel like each one of us is just this pure creative force to make our lives anything we want them to be. And uh, like you said, those kids on the trash dump, you know, with just the sun shining and their friends and family there, and yeah. uh, you know, they're even if they're eating garbage, they're eating. Yeah. And uh, you know that that world is just a sunny, beautiful place, and it doesn't matter that. And someone else's comparison chart it's way down at the bottom i mean to them they're there now all the time and what a remarkable characteristic of humans
1: <laughs> well just that to t- touch on a few of those concepts and, and ryan just touched on the be here um now sticker uh, everyone is in for an incredible treat ryan is one of the most amazing artists that i've uh, ever come to know uh, you need to get out more <laughs> Um, but insanely talented in that regard. And, you know, coming back to, uh, you know, the, the trash dumps and everything else, it's wild. And we've all seen it. It's such a cliche anymore. The ultra successful individuals that have broken relationships that are popping antidepressants, you know, like their life depends on it and probably does. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. And I, I know a lot of these individuals and they're, they're, you know, some of the most uh, anxious and insecure people you'll ever meet and it really comes back to just just you know it just it really being grateful for the simple things at least I've, I've found that um, and uh, doing things you love like getting together with your brother mm-hmm. and like like Ryan and I are doing today just to just to play ping pong with our thoughts right and and just enjoy this afternoon this beautiful afternoon here in fort collins but uh, we do appreciate everyone listening and and taking a moment to tune in i think we need to refill our yerba mate
0: i believe you are correct (laughs) thank you everyone so much for listening this is the first half of podcast number one Part two is available online at uncomplication.com or on iTunes. Uh, Thank you again for checking out Uncomplication. Uh, We hope to have you back soon. Um, Here's to an uncomplicated existence.